Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. Today on the MFAB Podcast, we watch 1985's Commando. And we don't count the bullets. Sit back and enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Movies from A to B Podcast, better known as the MFAB Podcast. MFAB. As always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. Thank you once again for joining us today. I didn't crack up that much that time. <laughs> I, I gotta do different stuff now yeah. on video, so you crack up when I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm just tired. I won't. I won't say why. We'll save that for the next Ramblings episode because I will be talking about that on the Ramblings episode. Yeah, I'm but yeah, probably gonna talk about the last thing I just talked about on Ramblings too. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Really bring right. down the show. <laughs> Yeah. This isn't a ramblings episode today. We are here to talk about a movie, a listener requested movie. Listener requested. Yeah, our good buddy Andy pitched this one to us. So uh, there may or may not be a bonus episode attached to this one. But yeah, thanks, Andy, for pitching this. And I'm going to say I am so incredibly happy that he pitched this movie. Yeah, me too. Me too. I, I am ecstatic. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, Andy pitched 1985's Commando, directed by Mark Lester, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ray Dawn, Chong, Dan Hedaya, and Vernon Wells. God, her name is hard to say. Ray Dong Chong. <laughs> Ray, no, it's Ray Dawn Chong. No, Dong Chong is what I'm going with. <laughs> Ray Dong Chong. Dong Ray Dong Chong. <laughs> Uh, have you seen did you see this before at all this is the thing i had never seen this movie before and a lot of people have recommended this to me saying like oh you're gonna fucking love this and i was like eh i'll get to it and i'm i'm just so disappointed with myself that it took a listener recommendation for me to finally get to this because this is this is fucking gold (laughs) yeah i not to you know put the cart before the horse but i i'm I'm fucking ecstatic about this film. Yeah. No, it's, I, you know, and yeah, when you brought it to us, I was like, oh, uh, 80s Schwarzenegger action flick. Cool. Yeah. Like he did like 12 of those. Yeah. What's the point? And then, yeah. After this watching is the it, one. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is one. the one that you should watch. <laughs> this is pretty fucking great. So, yeah. Um, without what about further, you? Have you seen this before? No. No? Have okay. Not. So we were both no. in the same boat. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad. Yeah. And I, I feel like I confuse this with Rambo too, because it's like really. I mean, tell me it's not pretty similar. No, it's not. I mean, Rambo's about a like drifter from the war who decides to take down a town of like corrupt cops and assholes. This is ex special well, forces getting back in the game. <laughs> okay, from not having seen it, if you were to see stills from each movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that's okay, that's that's okay, okay. Yeah, it is a eighties flat action flick. So yes, yes. Not to mention they rhyme. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, but, Not counting yeah. syllables here. Yep. But uh yeah, without further ado, we shall get this thing started here. So let's dive right into it. Yeah. Our uh opening scene here. We open on a garbage truck. Yeah. Just driving through the neighborhood. At- 
at first I couldn't tell it was a garbage truck from the front. It doesn't look like a garbage truck, but once the back shot hit, I was like, oh, it's definitely a garbage truck with two dudes hanging off the back. Yeah. Which, uh, doing a terrible job because I should be stopping at every house picking up garbage. So, well, yeah. Yeah. Makes you wonder if this is really a garbage truck. So, um, they get to a house, make some noise, wake up the guy that's inside there. He's like, oh shit, it's garbage time or whatever. It's like, why are they here on Tuesday? So he fucking rushes out with the trash. That's fucking. And gets fucking murdered. Like brutally fucking <laughs> murdered. I love it. What was it? Uh, he comes out and he's like, "Oh, good. I was hoping you guys wouldn't miss me." And they go, "Don't, <laughs> the don't worry. We won't." We won't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On this, so many bullets, and then they shoot again. More bullets into him. It was such a fucking overkill. On this quiet cul-de-sac in the suburbs, nonetheless. Literally 30 seconds into the movie, yeah, you got this overkill scene where they are just pumping dude full of fucking bullets. I I was I was blown away right away. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna love this. I'm gonna love it. Yep. Yeah. Because the next scene is the one of the guys that killed him, uh Bill Duke is his character's name. Uh, or well the actor's name. His character's name is Cook. Cook, yeah. He's uh in a nice suit shopping for a Cadillac. And uh, he uh, he really likes it, but he really loves one thing about it: the price. Right. <laughs> I couldn't remember what it was. I know there are so many one-liners in this movie. Yes. I did not have a chance to write them all down. I wrote a bunch down. So or, I tried. Or, or, yeah, I wrote I wrote some of the better ones now. But yeah, in my notes, so, I literally wrote down Cook steals car. One-liners fucking galore. Oh, he runs over the fucking dealer too. Yeah. Murders again. Yeah. (laughs) It's this is a killing spree in the opening like fucking two minutes of this movie. (laughs) Because from then, running over that guy, he goes to the dockyard and blows up a boat with somebody on it. Again. Yes, yeah. Dude dude knows something's coming too, and he starts to take off, and they already have like the really old remote control with like yeah. the super long antenna <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> pulls it out and then fucking like beep. <laughs> I just love it where like the scene takes five minutes just speak from him pulling out the antenna. Yeah. <laughs> 80s, 80s, man. Um, but yeah, after that, we cut over to uh, I just had to write down hot, sweaty muscles. Because you get about I six gratuitous Arnie muscle shots. <laughs> yeah. Not just muscle shot. He's carrying a goddamn full tree log on his arm, on his shoulder. Yeah. Just easiest way. Like it's a fucking, I don't know, a cat you found or something. Just picked it up. It's on the shoulder. It's gone. Yep. Yeah. Like a 15 foot log. Just non nonchalantly. Um, and then uh, more more manly scenes of him chopping wood. And then somebody's sneaking up on him. Dun dun. Dun dun. It's gonna start. Action. Mama. It's just his daughter. Aww. And then we get a. And cut to like a four minute opening title scene with uh, just daddy daughter like hangout time. Yep. Um, and yeah, his daughter's played by a very young Alyssa Milano. Um, but I had to write this down. Did they lip kiss twice? Uh, yeah. 
She's like young, young. Yeah, it's also not his daughter. It's not like Tom Brady fucking and his son. Okay, this is again. This is also not his real daughter. If you were okay, if you were her acting, if you were her parents, and they you took her to set and they said, "Hey, is it okay if she lip kisses a grown man two times?" (laughs) How would you feel about that? It's it depends on the check, really. (laughs) I'm looking at those zeros. I'm just saying it's a little problematic. It's a little problematic. I I just thought it was weird that they shared a moment reading Cream magazine. Is that I I didn't catch I I couldn't understand what he said there. Cream. <laughs> I thought it's called Cream magazine. Apparently, it was like a it's either a knockoff of or one of those like teen like yeah you know, like boy band magazines Tiger Beat or there. whatever yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah, that's what it is. Also, for a split second there, I wondered if she was really his daughter and not just a child bride because she was making sandwiches too. So? Kids back <laughs> in the 80s had to do shit. You had to learn and adapt. I made food. Back yeah. then. I, I still want to know what she put in them sandwiches. Yeah. He even asked. He was like, what's in the sandwiches? And she's like, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Bitch, <laughs> I'm not fucking eating this then. It's mostly cat shit and fucking, you know, scum I found out of the sink. Also how she didn't put the fucking uh, accessories, I don't know what the fuck to call them, to the sandwich. Like, there was a slice of tomato and a piece of lettuce on the plate. Like, put it on the sandwich. That's only if you want it. (laughs) So, yeah, we get a, that was the whole opening credits montage. They're having ice cream, going fishing, all that fun shit. Um, while they're eating lunch with these sandwiches, this uh, army chopper comes in, and and he notices it from like a mile off. Yeah, like this like Arnie th- stands up in his house, and he like looks out the window, and he's like suspicious. Here comes mm-hmm. a chopper flying in. Um, it's his old the colonel or whatever captain Kirby. He kind of lets him know what's been going on. Hey, your old team's been been uh, being hunted. They're coming after you. They're killing off your old team. Yep. So I'm going to leave these two fucking scrub-looking guys here for protection. Yeah, two grunts to watch over you. As Kirby leaves, he like... Uh, well, we haven't even said his fucking awesome-ass name. Schwarzenegger's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... Okay. I'm just going to say it. His name is fucking John Matrix. John Matrix. <laughs> that is a badass one of the most badass action names i've heard right i it, love it it's it's so like stereotypical but it's like fucking fits perfect it's it, like yeah that's yeah. what we needed yeah we needed a john matrix yeah so <laughs> this is um, well before the matrix movies came out so yes yes so as a as kirby leaves uh matrix kind of like turns his head like he sees something and then just grabs his daughter and fucking ducks for cover as like three guys pop up from the bushes and just attack yep. him. Just gunfire. Just bullets everywhere. And his grunts, his two lowly grunts are immediately <laughs> shot up. <laughs> like They yep. serve no fucking purpose yep. except for being meat shields. Yeah. They looked like the fucking uh, the stuff. They looked like the the militia guys from the stuff. 
Like their their uniforms looked oversized. <laughs> yeah, generic fucking like <laughs> military. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you haven't watched or listened to the stuff episode, go back and listen to that, folks. It's fucking beautiful. Yes. Uh, he tells his daughter Jenny, "Go hide in your room. I gotta go get my weapons." So he goes and grabs his fucking big ass gun. Oh, oh! Before this though, he's talking to the one grunt who's still alive, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Make sure you stay downwind." <laughs> He's like, yeah. What you think I could smell him coming? He's like, I did. I did. So apparently he's like fucking super soldier. Yeah, he's fucking Spider Man, Superman, all mixed in the one. <laughs> yeah. Batman, fucking. So uh while he goes gets his gun, somebody comes in, they they take Jenny, and he kinda yep. finds one of the guys that attacked in a room and he's like, Oh, they took your daughter, blah 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 blah. He looks out the window, sees him driving off. And uh, I love it how he's like, so now you're going to have to listen to what I have to say. <laughs> and he's like, no, and shoots this guy no. in the fucking face. <laughs> just, just simple. <laughs> fucking no. And no. blast him in the fucking dome. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he runs outside to go get into his car. And I just love how he lifts the hood and there's just a like, gaggle of random wires. Like, yep. ah, shit. <laughs> they ripped out the entire engine and left the wires. <laughs> like within two minutes. So what does he do? He fucking, Only rational thing is what I, he did. I'm really mad that this was not in a fucking Fast and Furious movie because I could see Dom doing this. Right? 100%. He basically soapbox derbies his fucking car, just pushes it, hops in, and lets it ride down this hill and chases after these guys. I'm going to get them by rolling this truck down a fucking mountain. <laughs> um, he... Does he he hit one of them? There's two cars. Does he hit? Yeah, run he into ends one up hitting one of them. Okay, I yeah. thought so. But, he uh, timed it just perfectly. Yep, he clips them. So they're he, weaving. They're weaving down the road, and this truck is just perfectly lined up to at the end hit one of them. <laughs> he uh, he rolls his car, and instantly the car starts on tremendous fire. And three yep. seconds after he escapes from it, it explodes. And. Uh, he gets surrounded by this group of guys or whatever, and uh, they tranquilize him. Which, oh yeah, never mind. Um, next scene, he's chained up. This group of guys is around him. The one dude that we saw get blown up on the boat didn't get blown up. He's here. Yeah, and that guy's uh, name Bennett. Bennett. Yep. Um, and they bring in Jenny. Jenny's all tied up too. This, uh, we find out that uh, Bennett sold him out at this point. Yeah, I'm assuming Bennett was his former team member. Yeah, because even even later he says after you kicked me off the team. Yep, he pretty much went into like mercenary mode. Yeah, so these guys have all Bennett's been... a piece of shit too. Oh yeah, these right. guys, these bad guys have all been hired by this guy uh, Arius, played by Dan Hadaya. Oh there. good, I, I never got his name. Yeah. I want to say he does. Uh, he's a voice actor. I remember seeing his name on The Simpsons a lot. He oh, does, really? Yeah, he does voices on The Simpsons. I think. Huh. I think. Oh. I could be wrong. Maybe. On that, but yeah. Anyways, he's a uh, some South American dude. He wants to get his uh, power back from this country, Val Valverde, right? Yep. Yep. Valverde. Yep. yep. So he's like, "I need you to go out there and uh, kill the president." 
Velasquez. You yep. do you do that, you can get your daughter back. Which, you know, there there's our fucking story right there. Yep. So they get these group of guys, they take Matrix to the airport. Because they're like, we're, we're going to stick with you and make sure you get there and do this fucking job. Uh, they did cut back to Kirby back at John's house, picking up oh. all the bodies, essentially. Yeah. It's like, what do you get like a mile away and like turn around, come back? He's like, yeah. oh, everyone's dead. Huh. Something don't look right over there. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I had a feel. I had a feeling. I should have yeah. left. I should have left. I kind of suspected this. We shouldn't have left Jones and Smith. We should have brought in, you know, Cox and Johnson instead. So. You know. Yeah, anyone who was way more hardcore than, you know, Jones and Smith. <laughs> yeah. Those two chumps ate bullets like nothing. So they take him to the airport. This is where we get Arnie's classic fucking line that's been in several movies. Yep. Bennett, Bennett says uh, bye to him or whatever, and he says, I'll be back for you or whatever. <laughs> well, he says, I'll be back, Bennett. Bennett, that's what it was. Yeah. I'll be back, Bennett. So he's being escorted. I wrote like four exclamation points after that just because I was like, ah, ah, hey, there it is. <laughs> he's being escorted through the airport by these two guys, Sully and Enrique. Did you catch who Sully was? Yeah, from the Warriors. Yeah, Luther. That's the only, the only thing I know him from. Yeah, he's Luther from the Warriors. Okay. I've written down, hey, that's a dude Warriors. from the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. I'm out to play. Didn't realize how fucking little of a dude he was. He is dude, tiny. He's as shit. He is very tiny. That's why I never took him seriously as a villain in uh, the Warriors. Yeah. I was like, you can knock this fucker out easy. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But Sully doesn't get on the plane with him. They send this other guy, Enrique, onto the plane looking like a black Magnum PI with his <laughs> flowered shirt and safari hat. <laughs> very classy. The uh, plane starts to take before they off. Get, before they get on the plane, though, Arnie's like, or John Matrix, sorry. John Matrix is like, I'm going to kill you last, Sully. Mm, yeah, that's right. And I, I wrote that down even. I was like, going to kill you last. Mm-hmm. Yep, because that comes up, actually. But, yeah, I was like, I can't wait for the final showdown where like Sully's like the sub-boss and he takes him down. <laughs> uh, the plane starts to take off. He asks for a blanket and a pillow. Um while it's starting to take off, I love he... how um, I love how uh, over the loudspeaker they're like, "Please extinguish your cigarettes, and we'll begin the takeoff sequence." Oh my god, eighties as fuck! Wow, yeah, he winds up snapping uh, Enrique's neck, basically killing him, and then covering up with the blanket and pillow. And he tells the stewardess, "Like, I'm going to use the bathroom. Please don't disturb my friend. He's dead tired." <laughs> He's dead tired. <laughs> he winds up uh, going to the bathroom, sneaking around, sneaks into the cargo area, climbs onto the wheel of the fucking plane <laughs> as it's t- driving down the runway. I'm just like, what the fuck are you going to do? This thing's scooting at like 400 miles an hour. Like, Yeah. he It's easy peasy for him. He just fucking does what anyone would do and mm-hmm. hops off into a fucking swamp. Like nobody's fucking business, he yep. jumps off a moving fucking plane <laughs> and, lands. and then immediately sets his alarm. Yep, for eleven hours because they told him that's how long the yeah. plane ride is. Yeah, so yeah, and then it's just him running, running across the airport, getting uh, getting into the lobby. 
Um, Sully's Which in the for lobby. being such a big guy, he is very sneaky. Very sneaky, very, very nimble, sneaky. agile. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the airport, Sully's been watching the plane take off. He sees it take off. He uh, calls Arius, tells him Matrix is on his way. So Arius puts Jenny in a boat, and they're going somewhere with her. Meanwhile, Matrix has made it back to the airport. He scopes out, finds Sully easily. Yeah. In this crowded I mean, ass airport. You didn't have to like do, you know, pocket searches or fucking metal detectors or anything like that back in the days. You could just waltz into an airport, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he does see him. Sully's being a uh, creepy, kind of rapey. Well, he's hitting on a fucking stewardess and being extra fucking yeah, rapey in the process. And this stewardess is Cindy. This is Ray Don Chong. Ray Dong Chong. Ray Dong Chong. <laughs> <laughs> um, he fo- Matrix follows them. Well, he, okay, he starts following Sully, but Sully is like obviously creepily stalking yes. this fucking stewardess out to her car. Yeah. Like, which is I- super fucking creepy. <laughs> That's why I said very rapey because he gets there. He's like, I got something I can give you. And she's like, I'm not interested. And then instantly turns into a fucking like almost incel. Yeah. Like you're a whore. Yeah. You're fucking whore. You're fucking whore. And walks away. And this is when Matrix comes up, grabs her and says, hey, I'm not going to hurt you. Rips the fucking seat out of her car. <laughs> so easily. So easily does he fucking rip a seat out of a car. But. I'll get to it in a minute because it's so goddamn funny. He hops in, tells her, like, he kind of slinks down, hops in. He's like, follow him. So they start driving and follow him. As they're following, he's not even hidden. No, no, he's he's sticking out. <laughs> Why you can see you he's run? in the passenger's, pass, I don't want to say passenger seat, but he's not in a fucking yeah. seat. Why did he rip the seat out? <laughs> he didn't want to look taller, I guess. I don't know. Oh, the f- extra three inches? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I was like, that was totally unnecessary. But anyways, um, he's basically asking Cindy to help him out, saying, hey, go in there, tell that, tell Sully, like, you're really interested in him, and then bring him back over here so I can grab him, yada, yada, yada. Which, who the fuck would do that? Who Who is like, yeah, I just turned this guy down. I'm going to follow him to a different location and then say, you know, hitting on him right right so she goes into this restaurant instantly narks on on matrix yeah security guard yeah like you bitch um sully's doing some business in there the uh, security guards catch wind of matrix because he's like hiding around a a pole in this mall and uh, the one guy on the radio goes suspecting a green shirt one gigantic motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) Like the other guy who was like talking to two chicks at the mall. He's like, you want to see me kick some ass? Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> um, so yeah, the security surrounds Matrix and he just starts beating the shit out of him because, you know, rent a cop mall security. Yeah. They're, they're not going to stand up to John fucking Matrix, okay? <laughs> um, but unfortunately, this causes a scene and Sully leaves the restaurant, sees this. Sully runs into sees a John. Yeah, sees John beating them up. I love it how in the scene he 
he sees John and he immediately freaks out and he's like, give me a fucking quarter. Yeah. Give me a quarter. Because he needs to use the payphone. Yeah. Because this is the fucking 80s. 80s. <laughs> and nowadays he just like pull out his phone and text like a picture of yep. that to, you know, the boss and yeah. done deal. Daughter's dead. Yep. So he runs to this like phone booth and Matrix <laughs> follows him over there. And literally rips the phone booth out of the ground and body slams the phone booth with him in it. <laughs> this this whole sequence is probably my oh, favorite favorite part of the movie. Dude, there's so many favorite parts of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so much more happens. I I don't know how much more you written down. I basically Sully escapes, hops on an elevator. There's like these balloon thingies flying like throughout the atrium of the small matrix grabs onto one and like jungle tarzan swings across the <laughs> swings <mall>. onto the <laughs> elevator sydney has a change of heart during all this yeah she stops one of the security guards from shooting them yeah she's like hey don't <laughs> like yeah what, she's like kicks him or something or no yeah, she immediately like, puts yeah. herself in like a horrible situation yeah uh so they follow sully out to the uh, car park or whatever. John gets in Cindy's car, which apparently she left the keys in there. Or he just hotwired it super quick because he's no, John fucking no, no, no. Matrix. They showed him turn the key. The key was. Or in he there. just turned a magical key that he has because he's John <laughs> fucking Matrix. <laughs> it could be. So he starts chasing after uh, Sully again. And Cindy must have took a, uh, another exit out of the mall because she's like waves him down on the street. Wait for me. Take me with you. Yeah. Which, why? Why? She just got kidnapped. Yeah. And she had an out and she yeah, goes back. Yep. <laughs> so he stops, picks her up quick, and then we continue with the chase. Car chase. Yep. Little car chase. They're banging, you know. Uh, Matrix winds up wrecking Sully. Okay. 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 Hold on. Hold on. He wrecks Sully's car, but then immediately goes 60 miles per hour into a fucking hole. Yes. And, and they both stand up. No airbags, no seatbelts, no, no nothing. No. They stand up like nothing fucking yeah. happened. No, I, I had to rewind and watch that like four times because I'm like, no way. It's like he just wrecked him, turned the wheel, and was like, hmm, power pull. Floor it. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> and like... they. You can see it. They both fucking slam forward. And yeah. I'm like, no, oh, no airbags. No airbags. Matrix, Matrix is like, are you okay? She's like, I think I'm dead. And he's like, stay here. I'll be better. I'm going to him. And it just walks away. And I'm like, no, no. Yeah, just, oh, it's, it's you should be, magical. You both should be thrown 50 feet from this fucking car. <laughs> half of her <laughs> should still be in the car. The other half is on the hood. Yeah. You have your skull caved in in the driver's yeah fucking wheel wrapped around it. <laughs> so Matrix goes over to Sully's car, grabs him out of there, um, dangles him by his feet over this fucking cliff, saying like, "I want where? Where is she?" She's like, "I'm not. You need me alive. I won't tell you." And he's like, "You already did," and shows him his hotel key that he took out of his pocket or whatever, and then. <laughs> Remember when I told you I killed you last? Yes. Yeah, I lied and fucking drops. <laughs> I love it all. Right after this, he goes back to Sydney and she's like, "Oh, what happened to Sully? I let him go. I let him go." 
<laughs> but then she's like, oh, but you don't have a car now. <laughs> and <laughs> just flips over Sully's car. Fucking no effort whatsoever <laughs> lifts an entire fucking Porsche up. From, you know, well, I think it was only on side, right? It was on its side, yeah. Okay, still. so that's doable, still. Yeah. That's a lot of weight to just, you know, oh, no, we got a car. Flips it over, now I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got this little hotel key for a hotel. Uh, so they're going to go there. Um, we cut over to see where Arius has been taking Jenny. It's like this big-ass compound mansion-looking thing. Yep. Uh, Matrix on the way to this hotel tells her what's going on, which he, yeah, he pretty sure gives her like the rundown rundown of everything that's happening. Yeah. They get to this hotel room. They uh, kind of go in, look around, see if they can find any other clues while they're looking uh cook, the murderer from the opening scenes shows up and uh, uh, he knocks on the door. Matrix, like, rips open Cindy's vest and, like, turns the water on and says, oh, here, go answer the door. Cook, uh, is like, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. Let me in. Where's Sully? Yep. Uh, Cook goes in. Fucking Matrix attacks him from behind. Um, <laughs> I love this. He's like, I'm going to kick your ass. They're like, well, this green beret is going to kick your ass. And Matrix is like, I eat green berets for breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> And they have a pretty big fight scene in this room, which they crash through the wall into the other room. Now, yes, before I say, what did you see when they crashed through the I wall? I saw a dude getting pegged. That's what I did okay, too. Okay, yes. Thank you. Because thank you. that's the next thing I have is uh, titties, <laughs> big cap letters. And then I have, was he getting pegged? Right. I rewinded it. I'm like, wait a minute. Why was the chick behind him and he on all four? Yes. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad I'm not the only one who saw that. <laughs> but yes, we did get titties there, so plus one for me. Yes. They continue to fight. Uh, Matrix throws Cook back into the other room. He fall- What did he fall on? Because he gets impaled. I think just like a broken chunk of door or okay. wall. Who knows? This is like, okay, this is like Fast and Furious fucking nine yep. style fucking busting through walls and fucking shit. Yep. <laughs> and dude just gets thrown on like one of the random chunks. Yep. That's what would have happened in Fast 9, but, you know, they're superheroes. Yep. Meanwhile, poor guy in the other room with a fucking dildo in his ass just has to sit and watch this. Just fucking <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Cook wasn't the only one getting impaled. Oh! hey <laughs> <laughs> So, they look, uh, look through Cook's car. I find some info about this fuel warehouse. That does. They find an invoice for uh, fuel from this warehouse, like you said, and Sydney immediately recognizes that. Oh, that's like for planes. Yep. I'm I'm learning. Like, to I know fly where planes. this place is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really convenient, you know. Yep. So they steal Cook's car now because apparently Sully's car is is worthless. Uh, I mean, it's not. They just decided they want a new fucking ride. Apparently. Yeah. They go to this warehouse. Matrix like climbs up the side of it and just rips off a piece of the side. <laughs> Hold on. Before that, before they even got in the fucking chained off area, the fence area, he literally breaks a fucking full steel chain and lock apart with his <laughs> yeah. bare fucking hands. <laughs> I mean, there's no way this would ever happen unless this was made of like fucking aluminum. Oh, God. Just 
No, no effort. Just <laughs> you know, John. It's John fucking Matrix, though. What are you gonna do? It's John Matrix. Yep. Yeah. I feel like every time we say that, we're saying the Catalina wine mixer <laughs> from Step Brothers. Yes. It's John fucking, fucking Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> So inside this warehouse, there's a bunch of, you know, henchmen working around. Tons of fucking artillery in here. We're talking like, what? Oh, yeah. What are those? Tanks, like Tanks, ground cannons. Yeah. Just yep. huge shit. He finds this planning room. Um, has to take out a guy in there quietly. Uh, looks around. There's all these maps. And uh, find some coordinates for this island that's off the coast of Santa Barbara. Um, so they're like, oh, if they took Jenny anywhere, this is where they took her. No. So like, oh, that's where we're going. But we need to go shopping first. Did you think that it was weird that hmm. this entire movie is just massive killing? And this one scene where he's in a fucking artillery warehouse pretty much not a single person besides that one guy dies and he yeah. sneaks in and out and no one fucking sees him yeah the most stealthy part happens in the area where there's like the most weapons <laughs> yeah and the most people <laughs> yeah there are people like walking right next to him i mm-hmm. mean they could easily see him you know yeah it's just oh, yeah. fucking mind-boggling but then you just got to realize that it's john fucking matrix <laughs> <laughs> so he says he needs to go shopping. He go pulls up to this uh, surplus store, and he's just going to do some, you know, light, gentle B&E with the fucking bulldozer. Yeah. Just, I don't know where he got it, but suddenly he has a bulldozer. Which, would you not think an army surplus store has any kind of security on it? Yeah, he just busts through the fucking main door with a, I fucking, yeah. I don't know where he got this bulldozer, but it's, yeah. All right. It was always in the trunk. Clearly. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Cook always keeps his handy dandy. Yeah, bulldozer with them. <laughs> so yeah, he's just going through the store, throwing like tactical gear, clothes, all that fun stuff. Bust back into the missile launcher. <laughs> yeah, guns, the big fucking missile launcher, and uh, yeah, gets arrested because, of course. Yeah, he gets busted, get thrown in the back of this big old paddy wagon looking thing. And Cindy just follows him. Like, yeah, she was in there, too. Why didn't she well, get I mean, arrested? She went out. No, this this reminds me of this one time uh, where I got busted shoplifting <laughs> and my buddy got out, but he came back in and that's what got him caught. Ah, uh, yeah. I won't say any names. Okay. But yeah, she's so, but she follows the paddy wagon, pulls up next to him, which is this is one of the most awkward scenes in the world where the, one of the cops looks out the fucking passenger side of the paddy wagon and says, hey, hooker, hooker. <laughs> <laughs> and they drive away and uh, she parks and fires the fucking rocket launcher at yeah. at the cop car, hits the back of it where Matrix is. Yeah. And crashes on its side, and she goes and, and rescues Matrix, which pretty sure he should be dead. I love how uh, when she first shot it, it shot backwards because she doesn't know how to use a market launcher. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, wait, hold on. Flip it around. Here we go. <laughs> and then she gets, like, blown back into the car. Yep. 
So, yeah, they regroup, and they go out to a little boat landing. They're going to steal this plane that's out there. And she's like, wait a minute, this isn't a plane. It's a canoe with wings. We'll get in and start paddling. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking great. We, you did pass over a scene where uh, they cut to Jenny, and she is making little to no effort whatsoever <laughs> to escape. Yep. She's just in she this... like stands up from like a fetal position pretty much and like walks over to the door and then like walks back and gets back into the fetal position. <laughs> yep. She's like, oh damn. Um hey, she just needed to get her steps in for the day. All right, give her a break. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so they take they take flight. While they're flying, we kind of cut back over to Jenny again. She's trying to MacGyver her way out of here. She like rips the door handle off and takes yep. it over to like these uh window that's been boarded up. So she's doing something. At this point, yeah. At the first point, I was like, what the fuck? The first time they showed her is like, kid, you're going to fucking die in there if you don't do something, you know? Yeah. So uh, Matrix and Cindy, they land uh, in the water by this island. Uh, Matrix is in a Speedo at this point because, you know, gratuitous Arnold muscle shot. Need more of those. (laughs) Oh, you skipped over Bennett talking to Arius about uh, Matrix. Oh, I must not. Oh, yeah. I fuck I. I don't know why I didn't write any of that down. Well, it was just a whole scene where he's like, I'm the only thing standing between you and him. And once, you know, this whole thing's done, he's going to come after you. And I'm, he's like, well, it sounds like you're scared of Matrix. He's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> you're fucking right. I am. <laughs> and you <laughs> should be too. <laughs> Have you been watching this movie the whole time? Come yeah. on, <laughs> Do you realize he broke a fucking chain with his bare hands <laughs> and then ripped a wall off a building to get inside? He was a monster. <laughs> He rode on the front wheel of an airplane. Come on. And so. jumped off. Just jumped off full yeah. speed. <laughs> so uh, he takes a little little dinghy to the beach that's loaded up with his tactical gear. Um, uh, all while this is going on, the actual plane has landed in Valverde, too, with uh, Dead Enrique on it. Yep. Uh, got the uh, classic Arnold gear up scene. The like, super fucking gear up scene. <laughs> yeah. Lacing up the boots, strapping on the vest, grenade, 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 gun. <laughs> just the just the another shot, gun, another gun, missile launcher. <laughs> just the shot of him where he's just standing with the gun across the back of his yeah, shoulders, the like pose shot. It's like, dude, you're wasting time here posing. Like, let's fucking go. Put a step for the cameras. Look good. <laughs> uh, he starts to move in. Uh, as he starts to move in, Arius gets word that, uh, hey, Matrix didn't land. So he's yeah. like, kill kill the girl. It's funny. For my notes, I wrote, goon found dead goon. So they called the bad guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Matrix is, there starts taking out guards. I have knives, gunfire, and explosions. Lots of stealth kills to begin with. Yes. But, but three- then... While he's stealthing around, he manages to blow up three fucking buildings. Yeah, he planted like three claymores, and then yeah, and they blew up entire buildings. <laughs> yeah, that a claymore we claymore ha- does not blow up a building. Yeah, but I love how we got to see those explosions eight different times from eight different angles. <laughs> the same fucking explosion. Yes. That was the money shot. <laughs> yes, you know how much that cost? Half the movie. <laughs> like, yep, probably blowing up a b- fucking compound. Yep. So uh, Bennett goes to find Jenny, and he just rips the door handle off, opens the door up. She's escaped. She. 
I love how he just like bursts through them all like the fucking Kool-Aid man. Yep. <laughs> Once he realizes, oh, she went that way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just have written down Matrix blows more shit up. Uh, Cindy uh, is back on the plane. She's sending a message to Kirby. About, hey, there's some shit going on at this island. You better fucking get out here. And this is where Matrix right. finds his way. Is this the courtyard? I think so. Well, no, not yet. Well, I just have I got, uh, uh These guys fucking suck because they are all shooting at him and no one has hit him at all or even come nope. close. Nope. And he's just burning. Like, And I'm not talking like a couple guys. I'm talking like groups of 10 of guys are like yeah. running up on him at all the time. And he is mowing them down and they are not getting a single <laughs> shot in. So many guns he uses. He switches guns like every three seconds in the yeah. scene. These are clearly before storm- he gets to the. These are clearly stormtroopers. Yeah, no, these are these are the guys who failed out of stormtrooper class. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, but that's when he gets to the garden shed. Oh yes, yes, and he, he hides in there because he does get wounded. He got hit yeah. in the side by something, so he hides in this garden shed, and he looks around, and there's there's a bunch of other weapons in here, and then this. Gang of guys show up and just light this fucking garden shed Holy up. Holy shit, they put so many bullets in that fucking <laughs> garden shed. You're like, well, he's dead. One guy goes in and looks, and he comes down from the fucking ceiling. <laughs> Pitchfork to the fucking chest. Yeah. And then ninja stars with fucking saw blades shaves one dude's head half off. Such good shots. <laughs> I fucking love this scene. <laughs> yeah. Just go in with the saw blades. Throw them. They're yep. it, beautiful. I, I'm, I'm just thinking about it now, and I'm I'm so happy. <laughs> and then he axes a couple dudes too. And then this and is a machete. Get, oh, and a machete. Okay. Um, yeah. And then he runs over to the courtyard of this mansion building, and just has unlimited bullets. We'll say. Unlimited. That's literally what I wrote. Unlimited bullets. Yep. Not gonna lie. That's my. It, he he gets a gun with fucking. I don't. <clears throat> I'm gonna explain this whole scene. Okay. Or this part of the scene, anyways. When he has this gun in particular, because he has a gun with like a belt-fed bullets, and he there's a good solid. I want to say one to two, maybe even three minutes solid of him shooting this gun at guys, <laughs> taking them out. And every time they cut back to him, the belt is a different length. Yes. It goes from like almost being out to like completely full to like halfway to like completely full again. It's just, like there's somebody sitting below his knees, just feeding him more from this belt of bullets. Just adding new belts too. He has to be. Yeah. Once the belt's gone, you got to add another belt, but he doesn't stop to reload ever. Nope. I didn't it's see like, one reload. Nope. Oh. Mm. I love it. Yes. Stupid, gratuitous action. I love it. Uh, no counting of bullets in this movie. <laughs> nope. Uh, while this is all going on, Bennett's chasing Jenny through this house. She's kind of in the basement, like boiler room area, storage area, whatever. Matrix gets past all the goons and henchmen, gets in the house, meets up with Arius. They have a nice, quick little shootout, just kind of. One guy's going to hide behind a corner while the other guy shoots, and then that guy hides, and then the other guy shoots throughout the house until uh, Arius goes up the stairs, 
comes out when he should have ducked and Arnie or Matrix just fucking catches him with yep. three three shotgun blasts to the chest, which we also get to see three different times for three different fucking angles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this is the first time John got shot in this entire movie. Yeah. Well, he that's got, what I have written down is John shot exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Well, when he got <laughs> wounded to go into the garden shed, did he get like stabbed or something or cut on something? He might've got cut or it might've been part of the explosion or something. Okay. Cause they don't, I think it might've been part of the explosion. Okay. Okay. But this is the first time I'm pretty sure that he actually got shot. Yeah. Was when he was face off against Arius. Yeah. Jody uh, Arius. Why do I always, <laughs> <laughs> at least a butthole. <laughs> So yeah, Matrix then goes to find Jenny. Um, Jenny's down in the the basement. She kind of hears Matrix calling for her, which for somebody so fucking smart and sneaky, why are you just shouting out, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny. You're giving away your location, you idiot. Uh, Bennett grabs her and shoots Matrix in the arm. Um, So he's wounded again. Matrix goes and hides behind a corner. Starts this talk- might be the first time he got shot, actually. Okay. He starts talking yeah. shit to a Bennett, like, "What? don't kill her, you want me. When? Let's do this, like, why do you need the gun? Come on, fight me. You know it's me you want. Fight with knives. Yeah. He so- literally negs him into fucking, like, <laughs> putting down his gun and fighting him knife to knife, yep. you know? And they have a big old knife fight. And, uh... I had to write down, no way in hell does Dad Bod Bennett stand any chance against John fucking <laughs> Matrix. Bennett was like the most out of shape looking bad guy I've ever Dude, seen. Wrestlers. <laughs> back in the day, wrestlers. That's, that's like, this is like if Mick Foley fought a Hulk Hogan back in the day. Like This is not Mick Foley. I mean, look at body type wise. Mick yeah. Foley is more rotund. Yes. This guy is like a fucking Jerry the King Lawler or some shit. Yeah, he's flab. He doesn't look. He does not look like John Matrix. That's for one sure. One thing. Well, so like, yeah. Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger is a fucking gym rat, you know. Yeah. So yeah, they're fighting in this underground, whatever. Um, each guy trades a couple slashes with the knife. Bennett gets through, or they fight in front of a furnace because they rip the door off the furnace. Yep. And I thought, I thought he was going to throw Bennett into the flames. That's what I thought too. Yeah. But instead, Bennett gets kicked back into like this power supply and gets electrocuted for like fifteen yeah. seconds, <laughs> and then just pops off like nothing fucking happened. Like he just had eight Red Bulls. Like let's fucking yeah. go. He did. He got like an energy boost and he started kicking his ass at that point. Yeah, and then, well, he finally he finally says, "This is I've had enough. I'm gonna pull out my fucking gun and end this." To which Matrix rips a goddamn pipe off the wall. And javelins it through his fucking chest. <laughs> just throws it. And it goes straight through Bennett into a fucking steam pipe. Where we get the classic line, hey, Bennett, let off some steam. <laughs> yeah, I fucking lost it there. I'm like, oh, my God. Because the steam's coming out of the pipe when it's in his chest. Oh, the only thing I, I was speaking about this to someone at work today. And I would just love to see like a big chunk of gore, like slowly, like go to the edge of the pipe <laughs> and then just pop out with a bunch of steam after he said, let off some steam. <laughs> that would be, great. that would have been fucking golden. <laughs> so yeah, then uh, Kirby and the army show up once everything's done with. Uh, I love Ma- it. 
I love the comment he makes. John, did you leave anybody for us? Just bodies. Just bodies. <laughs> and uh, Kirby's like, we could sure use you. No chance. And then uh, Matrix, Cindy, and Jenny hop in the plane and they fly off. Yeah, Matrix and Jenny walk up to new mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up. I love how like Cindy like hugs her and gives her a kiss. Like you yeah. don't even know this lady. You've never met this person. Right. <laughs> And yeah, they fly off. And again, I have to sit and think. How does nobody like want to sit and talk to to Cindy? It's like, is she real? She didn't get busted at the fucking uh, surplus store. None of the security guards tried stopping her after the mall escapades. The army doesn't want to talk to her about how the fuck she flew this plane there. So you're hypothesizing that this is all just some kind of fever dream? Maybe. Fucking none Maybe. of it is real. Maybe. Arnold's just actually a homeless guy fucking fighting off rats to save his daughter, which is like a cum-filled fucking burrito or some shit. I mean, if it wasn't for the cop saying huh, hooker, well, I get yeah, never mind. I, I'm not I'm not even gonna go there because yeah, now that I think about it, she did have a lot more interactions with other people, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, never mind with that. But anyways. But yeah. No, that's a good I, I like that idea. I like the idea that this is all just in some like crazy dude's fucking head. Yeah. Who's like walking around with like a dead <laughs> puppy. That uh that's commando. That is commando. This this feels like a beam movie, so I'm gonna let you go first on this. Alright. Cool, cool, cool. Um I didn't write down too many notes because it just kind of speaks for itself. It's very cheesy. It's great eighties gratuitous action. It's just it's laughable at how cheesy and campy this is and how just I think I enjoy this because it's so like Fast and Furious. It's just so like you just throw all logic out the goddamn window and just yeah, enjoy it. Pretty much. Yep. It's you know, a short, sweet, to the point action movie. Um I do want to highlight something. Give me a second here. All right. Okay. So the Blu-ray copy that I got, the back synopsis that they give you, I think is God awful. It describes John Matrix as a martial arts expert, which Uh. did anybody say he was a martial arts expert? No. What did it say? Oh, a vicious South American dictator, Matrix ousted, tracked him down, and kidnapped his daughter. To get her back, Matrix must return to South America for one last mission, kill President Velasquez at any cost. He doesn't do any of that. No. No. No, he doesn't. And the whole back makes it look like he's actually in South America with, like, fucking army choppers and shit. I'm like, okay. whoever wrote this... Did, did a bad job so yeah, i was like I never saw the movie i guess not this whole time i was like waiting for him to like actually go to south america but <laughs> yeah he didn't but yeah no. i love this movie it's everything in it you know and a great 80s action movie needs to be um with the plus one for the boobs i'm giving it a seven out of ten one-liners so that's what this movie's full of <laughs> All right, all right, all right. I'm I'm in the same fucking boat here. I literally wrote down three things for my notes. I wrote down action, one-liners, 80 as fuck. Eight out of ten. 
100 nice. percent it, yeah. it deserves it it's it's just fucking awesome and it's not like a huge you know time drain either you can sit down and watch it or even just have it on in the background it's one of those that i think that if it's on yeah i'll probably throw that shit on and watch it mm-hmm. yeah i blitzed through it it's very it's you know it's less than an hour and a half because you got five minutes for credits it's like 85 minutes it's great yeah perfect so as far as the critics imdb gives it a 6.7 out of 10 rotten tomatoes i've never seen a movie more on point both ways okay the tomato meter gives it a 67 percent and the audience audience score is a 68 percent damn so close i think pretty much everybody agrees right at the the line where this movie needs to be rated so i think it's a little bit better it's not deserves more credit it's it's good yes it's very good yes i will give you that so all right as always we have some fun little trivia here for you let's see the shopping mall that they use during uh the big mall sequence was the same one that was used in terminator 2 judgment day so oh nice okay i'm really surprised at who was originally cast for john matrix Nick Nolte. I I mean, back in the 80s, man. Yeah, back in the 80s, I, I could see it, but yeah. You wouldn't have had the gratuitous muscle scenes, obviously. No, no. <laughs> but. Um, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, during filming, stabbed himself with a knife. He had to get stitches. Was it an avocado? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they cut that scene out. <laughs> it was during the sandwich making scene. That's why the daughter was making the sandwiches because yep. he cut his hand. <laughs> that makes so much sense. Um, the the mansion that was used in the final shootout, the courtyard and area, did that look familiar at all? Uh, probably. It's the same mansion in the final shootout between Axel Foley and Victor Maitland and Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, damn. Yeah. Okay. Coincidentally, in both of these films, Matrix and Axel Foley are trying to rescue someone named Jenny. And they both have super badass names. Yeah. Hell yeah. John Matrix, Axel Axel Foley. Foley. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, The director really wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to dangle uh, Sully, David Patrick Kelly, over the edge without any help. Arnold literally had to say, are you crazy? So they did. They they used a crane to dangle him. Um, Okay. And last one here. There's a scene that got cut. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Ray Don Chong shot a love scene, but it was deemed unconvincing. It was dropped from the movie. Huh? Yeah. I wonder if it was like overly graphic or. I don't know. Did Did you sense any romantic tension between them? A little bit towards the well, obviously towards the end. Towards the end, yeah. That's literally why I wrote down "new mom." Yeah, but I mean, like, Funny. you got, think about when that would have fit in there. Like, hey, you have you know 11 hours to find your daughter like do you have time to stop and fuck like it's kind of good that it did get cut yeah i mean and i did watch the director's cut mm-hmm. and apparently the director's cut is only an extra like saw blade going into a head ow <laughs> or yeah. of that scene nice but yeah all in all this was a great flick you should definitely check it out glad andy chose it for us um, look forward to chit chat with him about it for a little bit. 
Um, but uh, oh yeah, one thing you listeners should look forward to is going to check us out on the social medias. Interact with us. Find us out there on Instagram at mfab underscore podcast. Find us on TikTok at mfab underscore pod. Uh, look us up on Facebook too. Movies from A to B or MFAB Podcast, and you can also shoot us an email, mfabpodcast at gmail.com, for all your recommendations, or talking shit to us, or just anything you want us to maybe say on an episode, or just want to tell us. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. We'll interact back with you. Hell yeah. And while you're sitting there right now, looking at the app that is playing this episode, whether you're driving your car, or sitting at an office, or working out, or taking a shit, who knows? You know, just hit that five-star review. You know, it really drives up the charts. It's a scene a little bit more time. And we really fucking hate that. It's something free you can do for us. And it only takes a second. And it helps us out an enormous amount. Yeah. So please. Much, much greatly appreciated. So. But, uh. Any last second thoughts on here? Should we save any last second thoughts for our discussion with Andy? Just wrap this puppy up. I'm just going to say John fucking Matrix. (laughs) John fucking Matrix. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, with that being said, I think this one's done for today. We hope you enjoyed it. Hope uh, you will join us next time. As always, I am Aaron. And I'm Gavin. Thanks for listening. Peace. Next time on the MFAB Podcast, we visit Putz and Schmuck. So until then, that's a wrap. Good.